When you need your work truck to work as hard as you do, trust Delphi Technologies to deliver the parts built for the toughest work environments. From construction sites to long distance hauling, go with the aftermarket supplier known for its 100 plus years of OE heritage and expertise. Go to DelphiAftermarket.com today. Welcome everybody to the podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Ross. Now, in business, uh, we talk an awful lot about the importance of leadership. So it is uh, with my great pleasure to have one of the aftermarket leaders in Canada, uh, Mauro Cefeli. Uh, he is the president and CEO of uh, Group Del Vasto, which is a, a growing and dynamic business distribution uh, with uh, significant holdings on the banner side at the service provider level as well, focused in uh, Ontario, Quebec, and Eastern Canada. Welcome to the podcast, Mauro. Well, thank you, Andrew. Nice to be here. Yeah. So we're going to talk about uh, leadership. But before I do that, uh, I wanted to just uh, mention that one of the impetuses of me asking Moro on the podcast was his recent receiving uh, uh, of the uh, award, Pursuit of Excellence Award from the Automotive Warehouse Distributors Association. To explain it uh, well, uh, it's probably best for me to just uh, mention a few words uh, that the uh, executive director of the AWDA uh, mentioned uh, on a presentation of the award. Now, uh, Larry Northrup uh, said that Morrow uh, was a, a fantastic partner throughout his term as chairman of the AWDA, but never did this leadership shine more brightly than in the early days of COVID. Like everyone, he faced huge business and personal challenges, but never let them negatively affect his AWDA chairmanship. Moro was an absolute rock, the right guy at the right time. Those are pretty big words, right, Moro? They are, they are. And, uh, you know, I, I think he's just, uh, he's exaggerating. I think it was, uh, I think anybody could have uh, taken the lead that during that time. Um, yes, I mean, an exceptional year this year. Um, you know, we did have, uh, um, earlier this year with my involvement with AIA, uh, recognized as uh, with the uh, Distinguished Service Award and then the Pursuit of Excellence Award with uh, AWDA. I wish they would have been a little further apart, but that's okay. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> it's not about the award. It's about what it means. And, uh, uh, but a real honor, um, you know, truly humbled to be amongst um, some of the, uh, the most influential uh, members of our industry. Um, you know, some of the people who have given up their time um, you know, and, and, and skill set to help uh, the industry be a better place. Um, you know, Andrew, there's nothing uh, that's more satisfying uh, than when people have confidence in your abilities. Um, they allow you the opportunity to serve um, and, 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 uh, and, and, you know, get involved. Um, so, you know, my involvement with both uh, AIA and AWD has exposed me to uh, some of the greatest people in our industry um, that share these, the same level of passion and, and, uh, and concern uh, for the evolution of, of, of the aftermarket. So, um, you know, during the, uh, my tenure as, as chairman of AWDA, by the way, I'm one of two uh, Canadians uh, that held that seat, the other being Jim Tennant from Piston Ring. Um, he was um, he was the uh, the chairman before me, obviously uh, years years back. Um, so, so you know, my involvement with association started with uh, with AIA Canada, um, and um, you know, with the right to repair 
Um, we realized that there was much more, um, much more of a connection that was required between the U.S. and Canada. And uh, you know, AI, AI is done through Jeff's uh, leadership has done an outstanding job of bringing those two associations closer together uh, to fight the the, the common uh, the common battles. Um, and, and at some point, um, you know, I got a call uh, from John Washbish, the uh, the president and CEO of the Aftermarket Auto Parts Alliance, and basically said, you know, what do you think about getting involved with uh, AWDA? And I, you know, immediately uh, jumped on the opportunity. And uh, what what a fantastic group of individuals! I mean, you've got the best of the best around the table. Um, the discussions are deep. These are people that care. Like I said before, these are people that are passionate about the industry. Um, these are you know mostly um, you know made up of uh, family-owned businesses, founders, entrepreneurs. Um, you know people that really want to make a difference. Um, so, um, you know, I, I you know, was faced with uh, during the second part of my, my mandate as chairman, um, obviously when, when COVID hit, um, the association was very proactive as much as I'd like to take uh, the credit for, um, the, um, the, the reaction we had, I mean, the credit goes back to the association and specifically to Larry Northup. Um, we were on that, you know, phone regularly. And, and basically our, our primary objective was how can we get these same people together, uh, stay close, um, share our experience, um, you know, how can we, uh, you know, what is someone experiencing or, or, or has dealt with that, you know, might uh, shed some light and, and, and help some of the other um, uh, members or, or of our association. And so we did that weekly. And, and um, you know, the first one was a little uh, was a little clunky, not sure what the direction was in terms of the conversations, but I can tell you by the second one, um, we were very engaged. Uh, we developed some, some really good materials. Um, you know, we had to move on things like uh, the leadership days uh, that typically are put on by Auto Care Association, move those virtually, um, you know, talks around uh, Apex and uh, the AWDA one-on-one -on -one meetings, making sure uh, that we can still offer something uh, to our membership and, and we got it done. Uh, so in 2020, we had a full virtual one-on-one um, um, -on -one, uh, uh, meeting sessions, uh, which you know worked out really, really nicely. And then in 2021, this year, uh, we were fortunate enough to, to you know, uh, relaunch uh, with a in-person uh, meeting, a little bit harder for us Canadians, except for um, Trevor Tennant from Piston Ring, who, who managed to get out there. And, and uh, I think he was the only Canadian um, that attended the event this year. So very courageous. And he, he did what he had to do. And, and those, uh, you know, when you talk about leadership, uh, Andrew, those are the types of things that, that define leaders. Right. It's, um, you know, individuals that no matter what they're faced with are going to get something done. Yeah. Uh, you, you touched on, you know, kind of four four points as I was sort of making uh, making note of, uh, you know, as you were sort of uh, giving the uh, the landscape here uh, of, of where things have been over the last couple of years. And, and there's kind of four points that, that struck me when you talked about passion passion of the the folks and at the leadership level how how important is that both from your own motivation standpoint and also as, as being seen from those who uh one one expects to be leading for me uh passion is number one um on the list uh I, you know I, i'm 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 not the uh, subject matter expert when it comes to leadership i'm not going to write a book on it um but but you know based on my personal experiences based on um, you know, the people that I've been, you know, fortunate enough to be surrounded by, um, both at the association level, at the, uh, within our business, 
Um, for me, that's that that's what drives me. And I think that's what drives passion is what drives uh, most entrepreneurs, uh, what drives most leaders um, and what drives most uh, to get uh, to get things done. Um, you know, when we go back to leadership, um, you know, it, it, it means different things to different people, uh, depending on the context. Um, I was at a recent gathering and, and we, we were kind of, you know, throwing around the same the same talk, a topic about, you know, what does it mean to be a good leader? Are, are good leaders born? Are they um, are they um, are they developed uh, with time? Is it you know just based on uh, luck? Um, you know, depending on on, on what you were exposed to, um, and, and the majority of the people in that conversation felt like um, leadership could be taught, and and is something that um, you know you can develop over time. In my opinion, um, you know, I, I believe strongly that successful leaders are not always born with all the qualities required to lead. Uh, but if you truly want to make a difference and have an impact and have the courage, you can lead. Um, so, so I think anyone uh, could step up. And again, back to the, the question of passion, it starts with passion, care, care and, and, and wanting to get involved. Um, you know, most of us do... Uh, tend to mix, um, you know, leadership with entrepreneurship with, you know, good managerial um, uh, or, or with good managers. Um, but I think, uh, in my opinion, uh, somebody who leads, um, you know, has, um, you know, the ability to, to develop a vision, um, you know, see the, the end game, um, gets others to see that same vision and uh, making sure that there's complete alignment um, they can build a belief that things can be done differently. It doesn't necessarily have to be done the way it's always been done. Um, they tend to spot opportunities. Uh, so there is a little bit of entrepreneurship in, in a leader. Um, and uh, most importantly, they can get people to rally around them um, and, and basically get behind them and, and uh, uh, you know, work on achieving uh, the goals, work on achieving the objectives. Um, and seeing that, uh, seeing that vision. Uh, to me, those are the things that, that kind of make up a leader. Uh, but there's probably, uh, you know, the, in reading a few books and, and listening to individuals and, and being surrounded by some of the greatest leaders uh, in our industry, um, there's certain characteristics, in my opinion, or principles, I'm not even sure how to categorize them, that tend to come up uh, with most, uh, most individuals that I, I consider great leaders. Um, you know, for one, they're the most optimistic people um, you, you'll ever be surrounded by, right? It's, it's I mean, everything is positive. Um, you, know, st you know, staying positive is probably one of the most important qualities a leader tends to have. Um, and, and obviously, you know, for obvious reasons, no, no one wants to, no one wants to uh, get behind the pessimist. Um, so, you know, very optimistic people, very, no matter how hard things are, you know, con continuously pushing. Uh, they're audacious. Um, you know, the foundation to, um, uh, you know, take, making decisions, um, taking risks, uh, to me is courage is, is, is the first thing, right? You need to be, uh, have the courage to make uh, the decisions to, to, to take, you know, calculated risks, but to take those risks. Um, these are individuals that uh, have extreme focus and, and, and are very, very curious uh, when it comes to uh, to anything, um, so they allocate all their time and energy to things that uh, matter most at the moment, 
Um, their integrity is very high. Um, so, uh, you know, they basically, everything they do, um, uh, anything they do is, is very consistent, regardless of how big or small it is. Um, and so integrity plays a big part of, of uh, their decision-making. Um, and so, um, uh, you know, the way they do anything is the way they do everything. Um, so integrity, very high. And to me, the last thing, um, and, and which is, you know, probably more apparent, you know, in my, in my time, uh, you know, with, within my career in the last 27, 25 to 30 years um, is empathy. Um, you know, more and more today, leaders, you know, used to be you led by through fear. And today you notice that, you know, some of the greatest leaders uh, are very empathetic and, and uh, empathy is probably one of the most, un, uh, uh, you know, underestimated uh, elements of good leadership. And that doesn't mean you have to lower your expectations. Um, it, it just creates an environment where people know you're going to listen and you'll be fair. Right. Right. You mentioned uh, that you've sort of surrounded yourself with examples and, and very much enjoyed conversations with other people in leadership uh, positions. Uh, do you have uh, any individuals that really inspire you uh, or that you look to for, for lessons in particular? I'm not going to get into specific names, but I can tell you that um, in every, you know, the first thing, um, you know, in, in talking to individuals and, and um, you know, the, what shaped me over time is uh, the, the, uh, the fact that I got involved. And so, you know, just just the passion and um, just just the simple uh, decision to get involved has exposed me to great people, um, whether it's at the alliance level, um, uh, the aftermarket auto parts alliance of which we are a, a shareholder of uh, the leadership there, uh, whether it's uh, with AWDA, uh, you've got some um, really um, talented, experienced individuals. You know, I'm going to mention one individual a uh, fellow by the name of Dick Byrne from uh, Auto Parts Warehouse um, headquarters, excuse me, Auto Parts head headquarters out of um, uh, Minnesota. And, um, you know, he's he's been around a long time. Um, and, um, you know, one of those individuals that, you know, taught me that, um, you know, everything's about making the right decision. And as 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 um, as a um, as chairman, you know, every time we got to crossroads, this is the one guy that I pick up the phone and and basically you know, to take a pulse, you know, what, what are your thoughts? Am I on the right track? And, and that's how you learn, right? That's how you, uh, uh, that's how you learn about, about leadership, about making the right decisions. Um, you know, the, the association itself, some great individuals from, from all over North America, uh, within our organization, our, our, our founder and leader. I mean, you know, John's built a, an amazing organization um, over the past 35 years, you know, we're not a hundred year old company. We're a 35 year old company. Uh, John started from very humble beginnings. Um, and today, you know, we're, um, um, you know, a, a major, I, I'd consider us an important player in the aftermarket space, uh, with three business units. We've got our distribution arm. We've got our wholesale arm. We've got our uh, franchising arm, uh, you know, over 400 employees. Uh, we've had some nice additions this year. Um, so, you know, uh, just be, being surrounded by those individuals. And then, you know, the, the odd book we read, uh, probably where I've, I've, uh, I've picked up on a lot of um, just some insight. I'm not a big biography guy. I, I used to be, you know, reading all these biographies about uh, these, these exceptional leaders, and they all have the same tune. 
Uh, there's probably one book, and I said this in the past, and that's where I get a lot of my uh, my uh, my my uh, my background on 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 some of the comments I made with regards to leadership is um, is um, Bob Iger from uh, Disney, uh, past president, CEO, chairman of, of Disney, probably one of the best biographies I've ever read. Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting because uh, you started out saying you're not going to mention any particular names and then mentioned a few, uh, which is is fun, you know. Um, uh, do you find or do you see that sometimes those who would aspire to leadership might believe that they kind of need to have it all in, on their own, all in their own head, and, and uh, that that might be, obviously, uh, sounds like a mistake that, that people uh, might make? Uh, no, uh, the opposite. Uh, and that's what, you know, with my, uh, my initial comments about, um, you know, the fine line between leadership, entrepreneurship, and, and, and just being a good manager, um, we tend to confuse those. Um, you know, I, I'd probably say entrepreneurs are probably much more like you described. Um, doesn't always make them great leaders, but makes them great entrepreneurs. Um, and, and you'll see it in some really large organizations where the entrepreneur steps aside and basically puts the right person uh, to help, um, you know, uh, assemble the vision and bring it together for people. Um, so no, to me, um, you know, things like great communication skills, these are individuals that, again, get people um, to help them get the job done. Um, so, so these are people, you know, very, very connected to their, their surroundings, the, the individuals around them. Um, so, so, you know, very different from, um, I guess, at times, um, entrepreneurship. Now, the ultimate is if you've got the entrepreneurship, the leadership and the managerial skills, that makes you a really uh, exceptional individual. But but I think that there's there's a fine line between those three types of uh um, uh, individuals. It's a really, it's a really uh, a great distinction you make there because we certainly are all familiar with the the stories of of uh, you know the single minded tunnel vision pursuit of uh, entrepreneurialism in a variety of fields, whether it's in the aftermarket or in in uh, you know other areas of uh, industry, business, or even sometimes public life. That sort of you know uh, singular person's one vision. Uh, but as you had mentioned, you know they sometimes fall down in their ability to gather people around them, to allow for a collaborative organization to make that next step uh, that allows that their organization to be more than just a, a kind of imprint of their own uh, personality, right? That's right, absolutely. You know, when I started, uh, uh, Andrew, I started in 1994, and I can still remember, I believe it was 1996 when I first got involved with AIA Canada, and I walked into my first meeting. It was a, uh, a you know, I was part of the trade show committee. I think it was probably one of the last trade shows we had and uh, walked in and there were all these individuals. I can, I can still see the faces. I can still remember the names, Jacques Sigouin, Luc Champagne, René Primo from Napa at the time was UAP um, or still is UAP, but recognized as UAP and, and walked in and René Primo, like, wow, this is, you know, these, these are big names in, in our industry. And, and as time you know, evolved and as we, you know, some of the younger guys that got into the business like myself, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we have that responsibility to carry that torch, right? I mean, uh, to continue in, in the foots of, uh, in the feet of the individuals that started this. And, and uh, uh, so it's just interesting that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm no longer the young guy in the room. Um, and uh, so it's, uh, it's quite different in terms of, of experience. And, and just to go back on the question of individuals, I mean, and then there's obviously, you know, the personal side. 
um, you know, where, where we pick things up, whether it's from our kids. I've learned a lot from, from my children. Um, you know, my son is very uh, heavily involved with, with hockey and, you know, his involvement with hockey has taught me a lot about life and a lot about leadership and a lot, of, a lot about business. Um, my father, uh, you know, very small entrepreneur, uh, small business. He had a, a, a collision repair shop for, for almost 50 years. Um, you know, it, it creates certain experiences in my life and, and obviously provides a lot of insight um, in, in the types of things that I do today. So, um, uh, so there is the, the, the personal impacts um, to, um, uh, to, to forming someone's, uh, someone's future. You mentioned at the very beginning of our conversation that you felt very strongly uh, that leadership skills can, can be taught if uh, there's individuals out there who want to build their leadership portfolio, as it were. Uh, do you have any, any advice for them? Like I said before, for one, get involved. Um, get involved at a very early stage of your career uh, to listen and watch. Uh, just listen and watch, ask questions, be curious, uh, stay informed. Uh, and the best way to do it um, is, is through, um, through providing, you know, giving, giving your time um, to, uh, to, to a cause like, like association in the industry or whatever it may be. Um, but to me, just basic, it's, it, it's not more complex. Uh, and that's how you learn. Listen, ask questions, stay informed. Excellent. Thank you very much, Moro. Thank you, everybody, uh, for joining us today. Great insights on leadership and building your own leadership skills here. Uh, everybody, take care of yourselves, uh, take care of each other, and we'll catch you on the rebound. You're listening to the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast. Brought to you by the publishers of Indie Garage and Jobber Nation. Connect with us online at indiegarage.ca and jobbernation.ca, a brand of Chat Integrated Media. Pothole damage to a vehicle's chassis is always a concern, no matter the size or time of year. If the worst does happen, you can count on Delphi Technologies steering and suspension parts to get your customers back on the road again. Learn more at delphiaftermarket.com.